So well, it's just an hour up here. I find myself in uh, quite a jolly establishment at uh, lunchtime uh, on the day before one of Celtic's biggest games of the season. The day off is tonight. It's, yeah, well, that's it's all the magic. It is tonight, and that's why we're here, Alan Edgar. I'm Christian Wolf. If you haven't figured that one out yet, Alan Edgar, you're going to the game tonight. The nervous energy is with me. It's you know what it's like these days, people don't know what it's like, it's just incredible, but we're seeing a lot of each other as well, this is nice, this is a separate day. Uh, what, what I like about it is that uh, Christopher Gallagher's not here. We brought our own technology. We were in charge. Um, but what is it? What is this? What are we calling it? I don't know. Pre-match something. Pre-match. It could be the warm-up. It could be the pre-game social. It's just a little bit of something coming to you. Well, not live, but we're recording it live in the city centre in the heart of Glasgow. As I said, on the... Same day as one of Celtic's biggest games of the season. So we've tried to give you uh, something to capture the atmosphere, the mood, Alan's nerves, of course, as well, before Celtic's huge game against, against Lazio. We've, we've met somewhere in between both our works and lunchtime. What I like about um, European nights in Glasgow, Alan, is that you often get a sense of... Uh, it could be that, you know, obviously I walked past the Radisson... Um, Blue over here on my way to work and back. You often see the team bus. I've seen the Salzburg coach, uh, Michael Rawson, in the lobby once. That was, oh, a, that was a big day. Let's not hear that name in a European <laughs> And you, you, you know, sometimes you see some opposition fans. So, uh, have you seen any fascists on the way here? Many. Well, Comes <laughs> out, um, they support one of the big clubs in the city, apparently. That's um, well, just bad. Um, it's town, town is different days like this. And it's one of the great things about working in the city centre. You see, you see. That's what we record this, it's quarter to one just now. And on the way down here you see guys and you can see they've got the colours on, going for a couple of beers. Maybe people have come from a bit further afield. Because this is one of our biggest games. This, this is the biggest game. This is a legitimately big team and we're also playing last year. It's not Friday night lights, but it's definitely Thursday night lights. Uh, it's I, I, something special, isn't it? Are just incredible. Tell me what's your plan after work, what are you gonna do? Um home, a couple of beers, either close to the stadium or in the house, watch Hopefully, I like it when you go in this six o'clock European kickoff before it's good because I could quite potentially leave the house at half time the Rangers game, go to a Celtic game on a day when they're also losing, and call it obsessed, call it what you like, but it's just a great start. So I'll go home, I'll watch about the Europe League, I'll have a couple of beers, then head to the game. But it's just about getting down to the stadium, getting your paradise windfall on, and then just just try to well kick off on. I, I've got high hopes for today. I really, really do. I hope it's a really special occasion. As you say that you got on your ritual, people might be listening to this. Uh, you know, a couple of last hours of work. You know, if, if the boss is not looking, certain companies got different policies. Policies on the whole headphones thing. You might be listening on the commute back home as Alan get rid of a couple of beers. You might be listening on the way to the game. Alan, from your door to Celtic Park, how many minutes tomorrow? Um, probably about 20 minutes walk. Okay. Right. So it's a comfortable, nice walk along. And how quickly do you see the footlights? Straight away? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You can look out and you can see the stadium, and it's just great night on this. See when it is. Well, it's going to be dark right from kickoff, right from you know, half six onwards. And then you're going to be walking down. It's going to be a nice wrap up. I, I really can't wait. Yeah. European nights at Celtic Park special, but we've lost a wee bit recently okay. in terms of, well, the home record's kind of not what it was. You know, I'm thinking back to O'Neill, Strachan, 
there was just a feeling going along that you were almost invincible with nights like this. That's, we've lost that a little bit, lost under Brendan Rodgers, I think the Mowbray after Strachan kind of killed it, Lennon had some success, some special nights, but I'd like to see us get back to that level of consistency. I think tonight, they've been against a properly big, a proper big European team, but we've also got a new chance, and I think tonight, I hope it's, I hope it's a throwback tonight. You say it's been lost a bit under, under Rodgers, um, for me, like, Probably the greatest game I witnessed at Celtic Park was his first big European night to the Manchester City at home. The atmosphere, which is absolutely bouncing. I was there for Bayern Munich at home, which I thought was, was a really good atmosphere as well. You were probably there for um, Leipzig last season. Again, a huge night, quite similar to tonight, I think. Yeah. The thing with those games is, though, those are kind of one-offs. What I'm thinking is, we've got a good result, obviously, against Lugin. The first qualifier of this game, yeah, this group. And if we've got a deep Lazio tonight, I think we're going into the last game of the group. I think it would, I think it would really make you think, you know what, we can do this. And any, and then, you know, you're thinking about Valencia's and Petersburg's in recent years. It's about setting that marker again. That actually, teams come to Celtic. You're planning a trip to the final. Oh, it sounds like like a dance, absolutely. <laughs> Here's how I see. Well, the two games against Lazio, for me, I would treat them in a sense as a mini knockout competition, a home and away. I think what Celtic needs for these two games is to not let Lazio pass them. And if that means two draws, fine. If it means a win and a loss, fine. I think if Celtic can stay ahead of Lazio on the table before this, essentially you almost got a match ball against Ren because that would allow you if you then go on and beat Ren at home in the second last game you know okay certain result might go the way so you might still need a result in Cluj but two draws to set up a huge huge game against Ren or win on the NLRs that's why I think Celtic should treat this as a mini knockout within the group stitches. I, th- I think absolutely right this is for me, our expectations have to be to qualify for the group at the very least. But I think we'll run above that. I mean, there's talk, we'll find out tonight, that there's a lot of talk that Lazio may not go with the strongest squad. I'm not convinced that, I think they will. But see if they don't, I think you've got to say, you take three points here tonight and we're in a great position in this group. We're really in a great position in this group. I've seen those quotes as well, it's, it's specifically immobile, not starting as well. I just can't see that happening. You know, it's it's Lazio are not stupid. Uh, they're going to come to Celtic Park. It's going to be a huge game. They need to win this, or they need to at least not lose it. And um, I don't see that happening at all. In terms of Celtic, um, I don't think there's many questions around the team. Rodrik is fit. Chan is not. The only little questions for me are who plays right back and who plays the attacking central midfield role. I think it's. I think it's El Hamid and Christie. You know, I really think the Lennon. Yeah, I'm just I trying to drum up a bit of interest. I, I think it's El Hamid and Christie. That's, well. that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing, though. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing because we've talked a lot about Christie over different podcasts and see what he brings. Tonight is the game that's made for him because he can set the tone. He can really almost lead the team tonight, and, and that's a huge thing to put on Ryan Christie, who a year ago was. You know, fighting for his certain future as a squad player. He is the most important player potentially in a squad tonight because of the way that 
Lazio are going to play, and we maybe look at that a little bit, but the way they're going to play, but also in terms of the one thing I've been talking about, we've lost you know, this European, a little bit of the allure of it. The way Neil Lennon plays, I think, will play in perfectly to the crowd. The crowd want energy, they want us to be effective, direct. They're also happy, you know, we've had Rodgers over the last couple of years, so they're happy to see the game being built. But when they knock at the ball, the way that Ryan Christie presses, I think gives everybody a boost, it gives the players a boost, and it gives the fans a big boost. And that's one thing in Europe I think we've maybe been a little bit guilty of, apart from a couple of occasions, is sometimes letting teams come in and play the first 10, 15 minutes and taking a sting out of it. And I think if we can prevent that tonight, I think that's all up. I think they're going to hide nothing if that happens. At least you're not facing a, a, a club from a, a country that's famous for being able to take the sting out of football games, especially in Europe. Absolutely not. You mentioned, Ryan, you mentioned Ryan Christie, I mentioned the Leipzig game uh, last season earlier. I think that was Ryan Christie's main breakout game. He had some ridiculous defensive stats in that thing in terms of all the tackles he, he, he tried to make, his pressing. Uh, his roles in the goals. Um, he's been out for a little while. Is he your man, something now to watch tonight? I think because of what from, from your from your viewpoint, Kyle. I, I think from with the ball, without the ball, he's the most important player tonight. Now there's more talented players who can impact the game in terms of moments. I think in terms of being consistent and preventing Lazio from, I think from preventing Lazio from just taking the sting right out of it. I think Ryan Christie will be huge for that. I, Potentially, as I say, I think it's the most important player tonight. I think we'll be looking him early on. Then as the game goes on, hopefully we can control the ball and we can dominate it. In which case you can then start bringing you know, El Yunusi, Edward, James Forrest. Guys are listening here who can really impact the game. I think in this thing, we don't have a name yet, but I think when we're going to do them at the day of the matches, I always kind of want to talk about who, who you're going to look out for in the Celtic team. For me, Unsurprisingly, maybe there's, there's, there's actually two or three. I think it's a huge, huge game for Christopher Ayer in terms of coming through, some people say a bad period. I wouldn't say that as harshly as that. I think these are the kind of games like a player like Ayer, a player like Edward at home against a huge, well, semi-huge European team uh, under the footlights. This is the kind of thing I think a lot of those kind of playing with. I think about Celtic and, and considering coming to Celtic, this is the kind of matches they have. I think those two young players, as they are, you know, as much as Celtic fans, you don't really want to hear about, you know, shop windows and stuff like that. This is a huge game, and this could be potentially a huge game in their careers. Absolutely. When you look at, you know, let's name, you know, we're looking at Chris Ayer, Watson Edward. These are the games that will define them. Yeah. You know, and, and this is what's defined. See, we think about great moments as Celtic fans. European nights is always up there. You know, you've talked about Larson, certain guys like this, certain against Juventus, um, Henrik, you know, and Bobby standing in Seville. This is, when I mean, you're really trying to make your name, you can score against Rangers, you can score against Aberdeen, but see, you make yourself a hero on a European night, fans will never forget it. We've had a little discussion in one of the WhatsApps today. So somebody, we, we won't mention it, it's going to write an article for a, a publication. We won't mention it, but you can kind of guess that about Celtic's team of the decade. And there was a little bit of discussion around actually both Edward and Ayer. And he, they were kind of dismissed because they haven't done enough, they haven't been here long enough. Even though they have the potential to be great Celtic players. As you say, it's these kind of nights where those kind of players really, if they want to step into the consciousness of Celtic fans four or five years from now, this is the kind of night. This is where 
potentially. I mean, you 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 pretty certain of reaching the final already, but I think these are the kind of nights that that kind of run starts on nights like this. I, I think tonight's about as you said there. See, see when we are going to do this on match days, and we'll hopefully do this more. All you're going to get from me is we're going to win, and we're going to win every game because and people all understand it. See when it gets to game day, all the logic is out the window, and you just you go through this horrible emotion of. You know, the first couple of days, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you're thinking, well, I've listened to previews and I've read a lot, you know, this, that's what we're going to do this when it comes to game day, you just get to the stage where you think, yeah, I don't, I don't care, you know, in Barcelona at home, you're thinking three, four, nothing. I think tonight, tonight is about guys taking their play for a place in the, the, the final team. And that's what it is, you know, picking your team for the Europa League final starts tonight. Um, joking aside, I think tonight, the one player that I look at and maybe think, I think this is an idea that People always hark back to Dembele. For me, Odson Edwards got a chance to go past what he achieved at Celtic. And I think the way he can do it is by his goals, powerless, you know, and at least the last 32. And I think tonight, I, I think I, I'm looking at him in terms of that bit of magic because I think he's going to have a defining moment tonight in terms of he's had loads around the rest of it, but I think tonight he's defining. He's likely to face a back three for Lazio. They seem very content of playing the 3 5 2 this season. My issue with not to get too tactical, we don't want to get too tactical, we don't want to bring it down to, you know, it's, it's all about the excitement. But the thing about the 3 5 2 is you really only have one wide player. So for me, you have to push up both your fullback and your wingers and put them under pressure. Odds and Edward, then, for him to then have the ability to drop in front of the tree. How do you see, you know, that kind of Odson Edward, Elianosian Forest against the But what I like, and I think Elianosian will have a huge role in this, probably more so than James Forrest, is that Elianosian likes to roam, and I think he'd be more than comfortable stepping off that left-hand side, coming inside, and trying to pin himself on a defender, that then frees up Odson Edward, but and you, I think that was huge. Sorry to jump in, I'm just excited. It's the movement of that front four. Edward can drop the, as you say, Elianosi is, is a wanderer. Christie is, is, is a big wanderer from number 10. Even James Forrest, even Jim Bag likes to cut into the middle as well. Even there, I, I, feel, I feel like that was asleep. You know I'm very defensive, kind of like you have a Chris I. I don't know what you mean. But, so I think they can do that. The question is, will Celtic, say against say a midfield five for, for Lazio, will Brown, McGregor, Christie be enough to make sure that Lazio doesn't overload the central of the field so you can actually get the balls to those players. I think the huge concern, you know, if we're being rational, the huge concern is that we're not able to get, a, you know, get that battle and win it. And I think a lot of it will come down to, I think Christy, we talked about, but McGregor's played really high up against Ross County. I don't think you'll see that tonight. I think what you might see is him kind of in between much more, but dropping a little bit deeper and almost being this we talked about the fullbacks getting high. I might think you might see he's going back to more of a double pivot than yeah. having Scott Brown commanding that space in front and dictating. Scott Brown's not going to have anywhere near the same amount of passing tonight as he did at the weekend. That's understandable. But then it's about what McGregor can do. And I think that's you, that's the one area we need to be You mentioned about. a man there, Scott Brown. For me, on nights like this, the last couple of seasons, he's had to be superb everywhere. Oh, he's been a little bit lacking it, especially on the physical side. Where Scott Brown turns up today? Yes. I know you were going to say. No, I know, I know which one. I know you're going to say the good um, one. Realistically, this is probably 
Scott Brown has there's been a lot of discussion about him domestically I think this is a high likelihood that this is Scott Brown's last season in terms of a guaranteed starter for European games and I think I don't think that's a disrespect to him saying that I hope I'm proved wrong but I think we need to probably be honest about that and that, that's my stance but do you know what the way to do it is by at least get us to the last 72 and I think tonight can be if we win tonight I think it can be a, a real a real signal it puts it would put Cluj to bed for me and I know some people won't the financial ramifications forget that you beat Lazio at home tonight I think for me it, it, it gives Neil Lennon and it gives the team um, some sort of preparations call it whatever you like it puts that to bed and then you go into the last three games of the group saying you know what we, we can talk the group and at the very least qualify financial financials to one side but if, if Celtic qualify in a group with Ren, Lazio and Cluj I think that's a really really good European season it sets up that road to Gdansk you know the road to Seville I can't believe we started the podcast series in the historic 2019-20 season just at the start of the road to Gdansk I assume it be shots Gdansk in June I'll tell you what though um, alcohol prices as well still very reasonable in Poland fantastic yeah so um, last word on Lazio I had a quick look at the we won't do too much stats in these things but in terms of the expected goals and things like that they're very much they were solstice season bears out their underlying performances uh, they're very clever they've lost three in four games in mid-September including Cluj they unbeaten in the last four two wins and two draws from Lazio today what do you expect do you expect them to try to take the sting out of the game, or do you think they're trying to overwhelm something in the first 15? First 15. I think they'll try and keep the ball. I think they'll be patient. I think they'll look to. I don't think you see them forcing the ball forward, but I think what you will see is, is when we do push a full back, backs up high. I think what they'll try and do is then spring us, and that that's what we've talked about. We talked about that last night in detail. I would imagine that would be their plan: trying to allow Celtic the ball, let Celtic come on almost try and use the crowd against Celtic and try and will them on, will them on and then look to, you know, when Celtic have got the full backs high, maybe over committed central midfield, then they'll try and spring us and that, that's my concern because with a striker like Immobile and on the basis it does start, he's, he's a lethal finisher, he's absolutely lethal. That's the team, that's the football. Now for the really important questions. What are you expecting TIFO-wise from the Green Brigade today? Will it be political, be, be fascism and um, hatred? I hope so. What are you expecting? I, something I'm, political? I'm hoping, what was the last time? £12,000? I'm hoping for something along the lines that's going to cost us circa 30 40 grand. I'm looking that, for that, something in the grey zone politically so if the fine will be there I, I, I wanted to come out against politically against fascism and dare you effort to give them a bad dare people like Tom English to say oh you shouldn't do that you shouldn't uh, do that because you that, get a fan that would be perfect three points a fine and the no pass the, around the, the, the dismay of the mainstream media I mean it doesn't get any better than that and, and they are always on point with these banners you know they're really really good they were great at last I mean I seen the other day that UEFA tweeted out the banner <laughs> that they this for which is absolutely fantastic so nah, they've got my full support absolutely. if the person who's manning the Europa League Twitter account is listening I presume he is or she uh, you know feel free to tweet out again tonight Pyro tonight I don't think there's going to be Pyro or some I, I, Pyro I, I don't think there'll be Pyro tonight um, I think it will be uh, I think we'll save that for Sunday up in Aberdeen um, and I oh, on the Sunday absolutely um, it's just a great four days of football for Celtic I mean it really is and I mean 
we get a win tonight, we go hopefully winning Sunday as well, and it could be an absolutely fantastic. I think the only thing the Europa League misses is a proper team too. In the Champions League one is, I'll always remember as I said the City match. And the Champions League tune came in. Oh, it's, Everybody's it's, it's not a same European team tune, but we'll, we'll, we'll make do. We'll just get uh, we'll blast out the melees beforehand, and <laughs> that'll get everybody on side. Alan Edgar, uh, this has been the first attempt at a yet to be decided title. Could be the warm up. Could it be pre-game social? We'll take some suggestions. If you're listening to this, as you are. It will be on the free pod. Uh, it will be free to all uh, listeners uh, this time. This will go on to just be for Patreon subscribers from now on. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon subscriber, I recommend it. It's pretty much a podcast every day. We cover Celtic from every single angle, be it just like this for you know uh, pre-game nurse. Alan Edgar will be on a podcast straight after the game called The Reaction. We do that after every single game. We have a wealth of podcasts covering Celtic in every single way. You can go and check it out at patreon.com slash 90minutescynic. We think it's well worth the money. This is a little taste of it. As I said, Alan, you'll be on the reaction. We'll both be on the lunch club tomorrow yep. discussing a little bit more. I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed my kind of James Richardson coffee moment with you as we have it. Uh, hopefully the technology has worked. If you're listening, it has. Alan Edgar, um, nerves just now? 100%. Legs are going the next four or five hours are going to be absolutely torture but we'll get past that everybody will be in the same position and then here's what we're smiling for we'll Look, find out Celtic can stay top of the group and beat down some fascists at the same point what's not to like about this and I'll speak to you you'll be in the action tonight as well a couple of days down so let's, let's do it can't wait I'll let you go thank you very much magic cheers cheers <laughs>